I want to say a huge thank you to Dana Black for her generous contribution to the Kickstarter to fund the Mothermind Project. Dana also has a podcast I want to tell you about. It's called I Swear on My Mother's Grave. In it, she interviews people about mothers that they've lost, whether through death or alienation or even something like Alzheimer's. Her show is funny and witty and often sad and intense as well. And in it, she covers a lot of the same themes that we cover here on Mother Mine. Like you can hear in this clip, where Rusty talks about how her mother didn't have favorites. Did your mom ever tell you a secret that like only you knew? Something that your sisters might not have known or she said that's just between us? No. No, no. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. My mother never had any of us. She never compared one daughter to the other. She never had any of us competing. Mm. If our competition with each other was happening, it was never because of her, ever because of her. I think you'll enjoy listening to I Swear My Mother's Grave. I hope you'll look for it wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you so much, Dina, for your generous contribution to the Mother Mind Project. And now on to our episode. Mama. Mama. Mom. Mommy. Mommy. This is Mother Mind, reflections on our mothers and how they've shaped us. 36. Inherited. My grandfather, her father, was bipolar before they knew anything about it. He would go into kind of like serious lows and highs, you know. So when he was high, really fun, life of the party and just all this energy and stuff and everybody loved him and he was charming. And then he'd go into these depressions. And so she and her two brothers had had to live with that as children. But the other thing about my grandfather, which is children, we found fascinating was he had a made up character who lived on his shoulder, who was like an alter ego. And he did these little drawings of this guy. His name was Albert, because that was his first name, was Albert. And this was Albert, this little guy who looked like kind of like an insect. He'd draw pictures of Albert fishing and doing things. And he would say things like, Albert has this opinion about somebody. It's not his opinion, but it's Albert's opinion about somebody he didn't like, you know. We knew our grandfather and he talked to us about Albert and for children, it was like, whoa, this is pretty cool. Um, (laughs) But my mother had that and she had two older brothers, so she was often left out of things. She lived a kind of a solitary life and I think that was hard on her most of her life. So what my mother inherited was kind of a, a mix of all these things. I don't think that she could have been you know, even diagnosed as having serious mental illness. It was just this kind of emotional mix. So all of her life, she went to a shrink. And then also when medication came along, she was on medication. And I would help her with that, you know, the different levels of that, because it changes as time goes on. And the medication works up to a certain point, but then it doesn't work all the time. It's not perfect. So she struggled with that. She would have nightmares and she would get very anxious about my siblings and the different marriages in the family and that kind of thing. That's how it manifests itself for the most part. It was just kind of high anxiety. And she struggled with that all her life. So the main part of her personality with this kind of wonderful childlike quality and in the best sense of the word got buried by this other part of her so often. So it would kind of go back and forth. And then when she was the most relaxed and feeling the best, that that, that good side would come out. We had the best time together. We were very close. We 
We're best friends. We could have great conversations about things. But then our personalities were such that we would wrangle a lot. Most of my life, we wrangled. And that had to do a lot with her anxieties, I'd say. She would drive me completely crazy in the car. It's amazing we never had an accident because we'd get into these arguments about the family that just got so intense. I can remember one, especially driving down to the New Jersey shore and my uncle had just died who she was very close to and uh, there was going to be a service and she was still trying to take it in that he died. And we got into just this long hours of just arguments. I mean, we could do that. We could just like <laughs> settle into it. So, you know, and then we'd work our way out of it somehow because we actually underneath it all, we didn't hate each, we just loved each other. We had this closeness. I did not inherit the emotional stuff. I inherited, I think, her other side that I was just speaking of. And I have gestures, I and I'm getting older, so I do things like looking for my purse, like go crazy, like, where is it? All kinds of things like that. I, I feel like I am her now for the first time in my life. I really can feel that. And I don't mind it. I like it, actually. It's sort of like she's with me uh, again. Thank you so much for listening to Mother Mine. I'd like to say a huge thank you to all of our contributors. If you'd like to submit your thoughts about your mother, we'd love to hear from you. Just visit ourmothersourselves.com. That's ourmothersourselves.com and click on Mother Mind for details of how to participate. There will also be a link in the show notes. I'd like to say a huge thank you to each and every one of our Kickstarter backers. Your generous contributions have made Mother Mind possible, and I am so grateful. Mother Mind is created by me, Katie Semro, and produced in conjunction with Our Mothers Ourselves. Buenas noches, mi amor. Duerme bajo el rosal. 